It is no longer optional to have a Google My Business profile. It's an essential component of any law firm's online presence, and it's frequently where conversions happen. I'm Lee Levy, co-founder of Nanato Media and author of Beyond Se Habla Español, How Lawyers Win the Hispanic Market. And this is In Camera Podcast, where we give the click-to-call feature in Google My Business the respect it deserves. Legal Marketing Conversations. Grace, welcome back. How are you? Good. How are you, Leo? Great, Grace. I'm happy we're here and I'm excited because next week we are meeting again, right? We have the last or what's officially probably going to be the last in-person conference happening in 2021. And that's the CEO Lawyer Summit, which is not new, not new. I've learned that this summit had taken place before, I believe in 2019, but it certainly has grown in popularity and in size, it looks like, this year. And so I think that's going to be an interesting one. Great. Why don't we start there? First of all, what do you know about a CEO lawyer and why are you going? <laughs> so I actually had the pleasure of meeting um, Ali Awad at Mass Torts Made Perfect. Um, he is a very like-minded lawyer, meaning like-minded to our CEO and founder, mm-hmm. Ed Lake, in that he believes that the business of law is just that. It's the business of law, um, not just doing trials or just doing X or just doing Y, right? And that is mm-hmm. the, the concept that we constantly talk about, which is, hey, we know that you are a lawyer and that you love doing the law, but you have to run your business too. Right. And so- for me, that's kind of what I see the concept is. And when I spoke to him while we were there at MTMP together, um, that's that's what he said the CEO, CEO Lawyer Summit was about, was teaching you what you kind of need to know um, to actually run your business of law. I can tell you I'm very excited uh, to be going. It's uh, it's exciting to have something new, like some some event that is not necessarily one of the of the usual ones. Yeah, it's definitely um, different, right? I mean, we're used to going to all these same sessions, all the same type of tracks, and it's <laughs> nice to have something a little um, a little unusual and a little more along the lines of what you and I talk about all the time, which is running your business. Yeah. Um, you're a lawyer, but you still have a business to run. So, you know, the, uh, one of the things I'd like to mention is um, partly we're, we're going as um, attendees. Uh, they ran out of uh, exhibit booths and things like that, so I wasn't able to get one. Otherwise, we would have been a sponsor of this event because we believe in it, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so when we're going, we're going to have the opportunity to see what they're talking about, which is stories, right? And we talk about stories all the time, and they're going to have stories from attorneys who have pushed through the same exact challenges that other attorneys have felt, you know, hiring and, I mean, all the things that you and I talk about all the time. So it. it for us, it's going to be a really interesting, it's two and a half days. It's not super long, so it's not going to take you away too much from your business, um, but it will hopefully leave you with more value. I'm going here through the through the, through the sessions. And by the way, I mean, this podcast is coming out on the first day of the event, but, you know, hey, if you're in Atlanta and you are available, 
definitely definitely see if you can get yourself in to this event so yeah as i've said first day there's a lot of information going around like the importance of proper diagnostics and imaging when and how to use life care plans how to find the best ortho pain doctor right so like these are topics you don't necessarily see in other conferences and then like looking into day two you have exactly what you were just saying now grace like you have the Ali's giving a session about the business of law versus the practice of law. And um, that's obviously going to be interesting. And, and you know, looking at other uh, uh, speakers, presenters, Alexander Sunar is going to be there. Mike Morse is going to be there. So, you know, it's a very interesting mix. And uh, Ken Hardison is going to be there. So it's going to be a very, very interesting one. Most definitely. And we've we've had a couple of these guys right on our podcast, so we know that what they can speak about and that they definitely know the business of law. So I'm I'm excited to see um, the lineup, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it is. It's there, Grace. And so that's going to be lots of fun. Yeah, Grace. So if they want any more information, CEOLawyersummit.com. That's it. Now, Grace, um, Let's let's talk a little bit about the end of the year because it's happening, right? And it's really been one of those years that up to a certain extent, you know, had a lot of surprises, new developments. Just a few weeks ago, we were talking about performance max campaigns that just came out. And I want to share with you here a new update that we were just talking about. And while initially it may seem like just a user experience update, I'm sensing here, and this is not something that I have additional information to share at this point, but I'm sensing here that Google recently confirmed an updated uh, version of the local pack for desktop. So what's different? What's going to be happening now on the local pack that is not the same as it was before is that you know, before the local pack grades used to have the map in desktop, the map, and then you had the listings, like three businesses listed under the map. Right. Right. So now they're changing to something that particularly in desktop makes so much sense, which is the map goes on the right and the businesses go on the left and the entire, um, you know, and, and, and the entire section takes the whole width of the search results page. And so obviously this makes the experience more user-friendly because you can see things side by side. You don't necessarily have to scroll up and down. And what's I think even more important here to acknowledge is the fact that at least on the example that, that I'm seeing here, Google is positioning this as the first section in the search results page, at least in this example that we're seeing here, which is obviously for um, a, 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 what would be considered like a local search, like coffee shops. And uh, that's the first thing that comes up. So to me, that hints that um, continuum focus that Google's gonna have uh, moving forward towards connecting users to really relevant local businesses based on where they are right there and then. So that's one thing. The other thing is I have the um, 
I'm sensing here that Google is also going to be changing um, some elements of how Google My Business works. And this is one of the things that make me believe that this kind of new updated look and format of Google Pack and the, the role that GMB comes to play with this. But then we also have the Google approved, right? Do you remember the whole thing that we used to have Google guaranteed, Google approved, and that... Yes. Uh, Right. And so there was also this not yet implemented, not yet in place, kind of like certification from Google that will give you that additional batch of credibility that basically tells users, hey, we've vetted this business and it's good to go. And so I think that's going to come to play a role in 2022 in reshaping Google My Business. Well, you know, it's interesting, just like you said, because you see the the local service ads, you see, I mean, they just keep changing how they want things displayed. And obviously off, after a bunch of testing usually, and I can see that in the article that we're looking at together, um, where they discussed that, that they, you know, they started rolling it out like they always do little by little to different people. Um, I, I feel like this, it does make sense uh, to a point, particularly on desktop, like you said, because I want to see the names of the businesses a lot of times with their reviews and stars. And and then, you know, looking at the map on the right does seem to make uh, sense. And so on that uh, right-hand side, um, I think that I like the layout and I think that that seems to make more sense. And I guess we'll see, right? They do change things. They're three-pack depending on what they're doing at different times. So we'll see what that where that leads to at this point. Um, what do you think about, I mean, you said you like the layout. Um, what have you, have you seen anything happen to yours, to yours listing? So, so Grace, this is not yet fully rolled out. So it's something that is gradually being rolled out just like Google does it, right? So as you're continue to explore in some search queries that you're making, you're potentially gonna come across this. I haven't yet seen it myself. But I'll be honest, I also don't search that much, uh, particularly for local businesses on, on desktop. Usually I do that on mobile. And so on mobile, it's not changing. This change is also, it's only been announced for desktop. But I, I, I do believe the, evol like the local pack is one of the sections in the search results page that, has ha that hasn't changed much over the past 12, 18 months. And... It just doesn't make sense for Google not to do something there to make it more relevant. And since a lot of search queries are indeed trying to find for local businesses, make a, a better user experience. Not that the local pack right now is not great, but it's it's still not terrific. It's still a little bit clunky, right? Because you have it's it's that thing. You have the map, and then you have the businesses, and you need to scroll up and down. And then the moment that you expand that list, like the map fully goes away. And so it, it just, there's certainly room for improvements. But what I've seen, and this goes back to, to the Performance Max campaign that we've talked, is that Google is now showing in between search ads, Performance Max ads, which are, uh, or Google My Business listing ads, right? which is actually inserting the Google My Business profile kind of as an ad in between search ads. 
And that, again, right, that ties back to Google My Business and using Google My, the Google My Business profile beyond of where it lives, which is the local pack. So I, I, I think that there is going to be more growth there. And the reason why I think it's important to keep our eyes and focus on this is because local pack traffic for law firms is, is hugely valuable. It has a lot, a lot of uh, weight in many law firms' um, client acquisition strategy. So any change on the local pack is obviously likely to have some sort of impact. And I, my, my bet here is that it's just going to continue to get more prominence. And one thing that you said there, Grace, uh, which is local services ads, is um, the way that it has really changed the way that the people go about interacting with results on the uh, to search queries that are for hiring lawyers because now they have a, um, a great selection of options at the very top of the page that are extremely user-friendly and they are socially proofed through reviews so you know it, it's definitely it definitely has changed the way that users go about navigating search queries like personal injury lawyer near me or family lawyer near me or anything like that so i i definitely see more more changes coming in this space what do you think grace do you have any wild prediction for 2022 when it comes down to Google My Business or in general, the way that the search results page looks like? Well, um, I do actually a little bit um, because of the way I interact with it. Um, it's funny that you said you really don't look on a desktop, but um, a lot mm -hmm. of times, especially if I want to travel somewhere or if I want mm -hmm. a very specific type of food near me, you know how it says coffee shop or whatever. Yeah. I use my desktop. Like I prefer to use my laptop not that sure. obviously, but I prefer to use my laptop because I have a big screen and because of that map yeah. situation, because I like scrolling up and down on the map and also yeah. seeing the listing at the same time. So I like my screen to be this huge thing where I can move stuff around. I can change the parameters, you know, the different requests that I might have to look specifically for that restaurant or whatever that I am looking for. So my prediction is that this will obviously help other help some and also hinder others because now they're going to have a better view i feel um right in their face of these businesses with the parameters that they're looking for so that search intent is going to be even more hyper focused on the individual search person so the person that's looking for it like me i can now be even more granular um than before because now I have this big view that makes it easy for me to slice and dice what I actually want to see, not just the list on one side and potentially a map on the other. So I have seen this and when I move the map on the right, the listings change on the left and that makes it so much easier for me to pick and choose what I'm looking for without seeing all these irrelevant potentially um, businesses. Yeah, I guess it's just a matter of like when you're in the move, you usually rely more on your phone for the, for completing the the search queries, and so that's why I find uh, mobile more relevant. Now, Grace, let's talk about what are some of the changes that we already know that's been talked about when it comes down to 
Google My Business for 2022. So we've already mentioned this display of the map on the search results pages on desktop, but there's more things already that have been announced. Let's start with the fact that Google My Business is now going to be called Google Business Profile. Ooh. So fancy. Right. So this is what Google has to say about it. The existing Google My Business web experience will transition to primarily support larger businesses with multiple locations and will be renamed Business Profile Manager. We will share more details on these changes in the, man, in the months ahead. But you see what I'm saying, Grace? Like Google My Business is already understanding that the market and the um, consumer behavior has kind of already evolved into something else. And people want to have more options. And what I'm seeing here, Grace, about these new features that are going to be on the Google Business Profile are actually very, very interesting. And I think I'm going to put up, the, I, I, like, are going to completely change the way in which we actually get business out of it. So uh, here it is. There's going to be the possibility to start messaging from the search results page. So um, here's what we know. Last year, Google added a way to let you chat with customers on Google Maps, but now they're rolling out that feature on Google Search too. So obviously, there's going to be way more people that are searching and finding businesses in Google Search. So this will be way more meaningful. And Do you know if they rolled that out early? Because I actually have that option already. So you may have it option, you may have it, but that will allow you as of now to to chat with users who are interacting with your listing, but on the Maps app. It is. It already does. Yeah, mine it when does. it pops up, it it's the Maps it, app, and it says message. Uh, exactly. The firm. Totally. Yeah, and so that that already exists. What's what's changing mm -hmm. here is now you're going to be able to also initiate chats with a business from the search results page. So uh -huh. not from the Google Maps app. Yeah, right. And so that's going to be way more significant because, you know, think about the amount of calls that the average law firm gets a month from Google My Business. Significant. Now, think how many of those calls will potentially transition into chat. Um, so that's going to be very, very significant. Now, um, other things that are some of them already available, it's call history, which is great. Google My Business now gives you the access to actually know all of the different calls that came through your Google My Business in, in the shape of uh, how many calls were answered, how many calls were missed, which numbers called you, the dates, and so forth and so so that's very, very valuable data. Basically, is enabling businesses to have a more comprehensive platform that will uh, allow them to manage part of the client experience from Google My Business, not just using it as a touch point, but potentially start to see an increased number of, of conversions through there. And um, I think, again, for law firms that have multiple locations, this is going to be a very, very valuable and smart way of managing this. Because right now, Grace, I mean, it's a really bad experience. We have several clients that have multiple offices in the same state on the, or even the same city. And like you need to have different separate accounts for each one of these. And so locations for each one of these. So I think it makes a lot of sense for them to be able to be joined in some way or another and to exist as locations rather as individual listings, even though they can be associated to the same 
Google My Business uh, Gmail account, it it is they're they're kind of like very independent. So that's uh, one of the things. And yeah, Grace, I don't know any final thoughts on Google My Business for 2022. Yeah, I did. It's it's less of a, a specific to I guess Google My Business. It's it has to do with YouTube, and I don't know if many of you may ha- may or may not have noticed, but if you create a new you know Google My Business listing, um, you can't really connect it to your YouTube account anymore. It doesn't work like it used to. Um, when you create a YouTube creator account or a brand account, it's a, kind of a standalone account now. Um, it doesn't get created from the Google My Business listing as an attached account. Have you seen that? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Haven't paid attention to that, to be very honest. Yeah. I just recently created a YouTube channel for the Lake Law Firm. And mm-hmm. I noticed that when I created the account, I created it as a brand account and it's a standalone account. And when I went to look at the Google My Business listing and connect the two, like I have for Jacovino and Lake, which has been up forever, um, it does it said very clearly that they no longer connect Google My Business to YouTube that way anymore. And um, they don't plan on ever, you know, having it like that, that YouTube is kind of its own thing and, um, that's how they, uh, deal with it. So, um, it could be attached to your Google account, but it's not the same as the, my business listing connected to that YouTube brand account. Very interesting. It's just a sort of a, a technical thing in the background. Well, Grace, one thing for sure is that we'll be monitoring this and mm-hmm. we're certainly going to be sharing more details, insights, news, and results of tests that we do, right? So Grace, in the meantime, why don't we come up with three good and actionable takeaways from this conversation so we can send off our listeners to a great week ahead of them. (laughs) So let's start with uh, the conference that we're going to be going to. If Mm -hmm. If you don't go to this one, CEO Lawyers, go to something that helps you work on your business of law rather than just constantly dealing with trials or litigations. Not to say that that's not important. We know obviously that that without that, you don't have a firm, but you need to also work on the business of law. And so if you don't attend something like the CEO lawyer summit, um, you should definitely work on getting some help on that front. Yeah. We should have talked about this before. Uh, We've really waited to the last, we really waited to the last minute, but I I believe they're also, you know, they have other, other things going on. Not sure. I heard something about a mastermind, not sure about that, but yes, um, I did as well. Yeah. So anyhow, you know, their resources, whether these are events, whether these are online seminars, whether it's a Facebook group of like-minded lawyers, you know, get yourself out and um, surrounded by people that can be of valuable or resource to you. And that you can help them as well. It, it it just you know works works great, works better. That's a really good one, Grace. Number two, I would say keep your eyes open for new updates and changes, and leverage new options and technologies. Don't forget about your social media accounts and Google My Business. Constantly, there's new things, new updates, new new enhancements to your profiles and such. So every once in a while, go in there, log into your account and see what else has come up um, or spend some time checking out your competitors, how their profiles look like, what do they have listed, right? Uh, there's a lot of businesses, law firms still that in their Google My Business, they don't have listed yet their products and services, right? Which in this case would be the type of services you provide, the type of cases that you handle. And this has been around already for, for a very long time. So 
100%, there is a lot of things that you could be doing to better optimize the visibility of your Google My Business, give more important and valuable data to Google that they can use in order to make you more visible to users that may be interested in what you do. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, right? I mean, to, you have to keep up or you're going to be left behind. We all know that. Yeah. And listen, you probably have someone in your team who's been looking at this and, and keeps you up to date and so, but it's always good for you to to go and explore and, and do some 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 research from your end. So you can come up with ideas. Maybe you you see or identify or have registered something else that it has got that it that wasn't noticed. So um what's our final takeaway, Grace? The final takeaway for me would be um it's a combination, I guess, of the Google My Business and Business of Law. You know, don't forget that mm. you should, at the end of the year, you know, at the beginning of the year, whenever, pick a time. But you need a refresher. Uh, what do I mean by that? I mean, take a look at what you have currently in your marketing for your business of law. Look at what you have in Google My Business, in your social media, like Liel said. Look at all of your different things that you have and just go through it and make sure that you've kept up to date with all these different potential changes. Because just like you said, you'd be surprised how many firms do not have their products and services listed, which is their practice areas. And that's not hard. It's not something that you you have to spend hours upon hours doing. So take Take some time, take a small, you don't even need a lot of time, but pick and choose and be consistent with it that you're going to look at least once a month, once every two months, three months at your listings, at your social media, and just make sure everything is consistent. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, as, as odd as it sounds, right, we're a call center, we handle calls, we handle volume for mass torts and things like that. I just told them I haven't seen a call come through to me. I'm at the bottom of the line to make sure that if it doesn't overflow, I pick it up. So mm -hmm. I said, hey, I haven't seen any calls hit my line all day today. That means one of two things. Everyone's picking it up in time or the calls mm -hmm. aren't working. Hoping, yeah. obviously, for the former, not the latter. <laughs> so I said, sure. hey, while we were in the middle of the podcast, can you have one of our team members call the line and check the timing as we were speaking. They just told me, yep, it was picked up by X person in X number of time. And this is what I had as a response. Fantastic. So I suggest yeah. that everybody does the same thing. Check yeah. your phone numbers, check everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we just got too used to that, you know, the fact that there is a system, a process, and somebody's taking care of it. And that's great. Chances are that everything's working as it should. That doesn't mean that you need to ignore it, that it's not, there is no value in you. Just, you know, open up the lead every once in a while and see what's happening in there. Yep. You'd be surprised. And there's the fact that you, you have your ideas, you have your input. It 100% doesn't hurt for you to share those with your team in case you have people that are helping you or taking care of those things. Grace. Great tip there. And I'm very impressed by your multitasking skills because I was all all this time 100% sure that I had your your attention and you were not distracted. And little did I know that you were sending emails to your team while I was here having an engaging conversation with you. I was but, still engaged. It was just a team chat. Hey, I'm well, using productivity tools right <laughs> exactly exactly that's that's what you have that's what you need to learn you need to be able to be in two places at the same time and be engaged in both things that's a skill grace excited to be seeing you in a few days take care 
and we'll be back with another episode that's right you too leo uh, see you next week all right take care bye bye if you like our show make sure you subscribe tell your co-workers leave us a review and send us your questions at ask at incamerapodcast.com we'll see you next week Thank you.